We talk a lot on this podcast about independent artists developing their careers and turning music into a full-time gig instead of just a hobby. One aspect that we don't discuss enough is the financial side of things. I'm not an expert in that department, but here's a guy who is. Trevor Fisher of Way to Wealth Management is a local certified financial planner who can help you start planning your financial independence. Although Trevor was recommended to me by some local musicians and past guests on the show, he can also help young people plan for their financial future, help those close to retirement map out their next steps, get young families on the road to success, and more. Call Trevor at 204-471-3011 or email him at trevor at way2wealth.ca to get your finances on the right track today. All mutual funds provided through Fundex Investments Incorporated. Make sure you check out the new album by Book of Ghosts. It's a really cool fusion of a lot of different heavy genres, creating something really unique, and I highly recommend it. Follow them on Instagram at Book of Ghosts Official to find out more and check out the album today. Hey folks, I'm here from self-isolation, speaking to you in self-isolation, and here's another episode of the podcast, recorded remotely, obviously, and this one is with Adam Fuhrer of the band Yes We Mystic who recently launched a brand new record label called House of Wonders. So we talk about, you know, why he decided to start this project, what his plans are with the label, which also has a recording studio, and about the first release the label's putting out, which is by a local artist called Amos the Kid. So it's an interesting conversation. It's nice to see people are still starting labels in this weird dystopian future of streaming and Spotify and all that nonsense. Very cool. So yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode. It's a a fun one, and I hope everyone is staying uh, virus-free and enjoying themselves at home. So I also want to give a huge shout out to everyone who's decided to support the show through Patreon. And it's always so cool to find out that people are actually listening. I mean, I see the numbers every week, and I know that people are downloading the show. I know a lot of people are downloading the show. But it's always nice to hear whether it's someone telling me in person, whether it's someone sending me a message, or even more so, whether it's someone who feels like they want to donate their own money to help out the show, that they actually like what they're hearing, and they want to hear more. So. If you go to patreon.com slash witchpolice, for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show and help keep the lights on, help keep the show running twice a week with new content. And it's totally voluntary. The show will be free no matter what, but this is just a way to help me pay for the incidentals of running a podcast and a way for you to show your support and let me know that you enjoy the show and want to keep hearing it. So huge thank you to everyone who's ever supported the show. I've had a few people recently sign up as patrons which is super cool, and the most recent one is my old friend Jessica Element, and it's especially cool to see someone that I've known since I was 12 and played in the first band with me is listening to what I'm doing and feels the need to support it. So huge thanks to Jess, huge thanks to everyone who has supported, and if you want to support, awesome. If you don't, the show will always be free. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm doing another quarantined uh, phone call, Skype, Facebook, whatever it's called, uh, video <laughs> conversation. And, uh, you know, I kind of like doing these. I prefer the one-on-one in-person interviews, but because everyone's shut down and everything's shut down, this will have to do. So you got to do what you got to do, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And, like, before we even get into introducing you, I know that you've been around in the local music scene, you know, 
yourself for, for a while now, but you just sort of seem to come out of nowhere with this record label and, and this artist that all of a sudden was all over the internet. So I, I don't know, I don't know how that happened. And I think we'll probably get into that in a second, but sure. the best way to start might be if you want to introduce yourself and what this project is that you're doing. Yeah, my name is Adam Fuhr. I'm uh, I'm a musician and uh, producer here in town. I started a record label recently. My band is called Yes We Mystic, and the label is uh, House of Wonders Records. And uh, yeah, keeping busy, even with all this quarantine business, uh, keep keeping pretty busy. Yeah. <laughs> So how long has the label been around? Because it seemed like it really did seem to just come out of nowhere. All of a sudden, it I is, see- uh, it is new. We we announced uh, the or I announced the label and uh, the first signing on the same day. Okay, so it didn't seem to pop up out of nowhere. But I started working on things back in October, and uh, the label was announced in February. So okay, so yeah, I figured there was the background work done beforehand. But uh, yeah, so. I guess maybe the, the the obvious question then is, I mean, when I was first got into music and started listening to the music, and I still do this to a certain extent now, whenever there was a label that I liked, I would always seek out other artists on that label. And I would the label would kind of be like a touch point to figure out, you know, oh, I don't know who this band is, but I like everyone else who's been on this label. I'm going to yeah. go there and check those out. And it almost seems that in today's world, the way people listen to music and the way it's all streaming and people aren't really paying attention to you know, like the logo on the back of a CD or a record anymore yeah. as much as they used to. Like, why start a label now? It almost seems, I mean, I hope this is wrong, but it almost seems like a lot of people stopped caring about labels. And, yeah. you know, it just, they're happy to just get whatever from whatever source, right? Totally. I, um, well, from a artist perspective, I know with, with my band, Yes We Mystic, we've always had a focus not only on the music, but on the, we kind of do these art projects alongside with the releases. Okay. And so it becomes this bigger um, project, the album, but then also the way in which we present the album to the world is always something that interests us and interests me a lot. And so it uh, it's not, not the marketing of it. That's part of it, but, but just the knowing that when I like to present something, there is, also a concept behind why it is being presented. And that's something that's always interesting to, to me. And so in, you know, in, in doing the label, there is partially, you know, what you said, I, I, I do like the, the idea of having a group of, you know, really, um, really solid music in which, you know, interest in one band can fuel interest in other bands, but it's also just that love of um, helping package and put together a, a release is something that I, uh, you know, have gotten, gotten all right at. So I, I you know, have a, a bit of a skill that I can help uh, other artists with, but also it, uh, it's something I, I enjoyed doing as well. Cool. So how, how did you discover this artist then? Because I, I hadn't heard of him until I heard, I saw your, you know, basically online marketing for the label yeah. and I checked it out. It was this, you know, pretty cool art, alt country type single and mm-hmm. like, you know, he also seems to have come out of nowhere. I'm sure he hasn't, but what, what's his backstory? Um, Amos the Kid, uh, he used to go by the, the Shoal Lake Kid. Okay, uh, that sounds he, vaguely he, familiar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that name change happened a bit more recently. He uh, he spent his summers out at uh, Shoal Lake, and so he started recording, or sorry, not, uh, performing under that name probably five, five-ish years ago. 
when he moved to Winnipeg, but obviously other connotations come along with the Shoalake kid True. as well. That was uh, a sh- you know a good good move on his part to you know think of the broader connotations of that and and uh, and change the name. Even though it was you know it did apply to him and his experience, he thought it was uh, you know not not representative of, of what the name brought to mind. So so he, he changed uh, changed the name to Amos the Kid. Um, so he is this. Very, very interesting fellow. He's um, a, um, a wilderness guide. His family has this, you know, wilderness guide company. Cool. And, uh, like, he'll – so he just, like, he's here for a while, and then he's off in the woods. This is always – you know, it's like this I, – I think of it as, like, the opposite Bonnie Vare story where, like, Bonnie Vare would go out into the woods to make music. Yeah. And the woods keeps – pulling Amos away from making music. The woods is what stops him from, from, uh, from doing these things, which is really interesting to me. So he, like, even when we were in making this EP, he would, uh, he, you know, he'd get a call and be like, oh man, there's this like rich couple from Alabama that wants to like go camping in Northern Manitoba. So like, I actually can't record next week. I've got to, I'm going to go up there and like be their, be their guide, you know? Right. And we're like, okay. Um, so, he always has this, you know, push and pull between these two loves of his. And, um, and when he is in town and when he is making music, you know, he's, uh, you know, there's, there's a segment of the, of the populace who is very, very enamored with, uh, with what he's been doing. And, and okay. he's writes these, um, you know, beautiful songs and, and has this, uh, really, really nice live show, but it was always a, a solo, thing and he wanted to put together a, a band and make a make an ep so we got some friends together and recorded this and uh just seemed right i, I was uh, starting up the label around the same time and, and it just felt right to kick things off with uh with this release
backstory with the wilderness guide and all that uh do, i imagine that that helps with your decision to to go with him just because like you were saying you like the whole package around yeah. putting out a release and he's got a package around him obviously with that backstory yeah. and that kind of vibe yeah i think it's interesting i think it's important today to be looking at least from a label perspective not only for really good music but also interesting people sure. part of what part of what you're looking for unless you're coming to it on a spotify playlist or something which is which is uh, you know a good way of doing things too. But a lot of the times now, if you're finding someone on Instagram or or, or something, you're first you know drawn to the person themselves. And then you know I know there's a couple bands that I've been following on the internet where I haven't even listened to their music yet. I just like the kind of vibe, and they're funny, and they you know they might be like pretty people or something. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of follow along. And so, um, and so Amos is one of these people that he's just, he's just an interesting kind of alluring person in the first place. So it made it a pretty easy decision to, to kick things off with him. Do you have kind of a, a vision for what type of music is going to be represented by this label? Or are you just kind of going on a band by band, artist by artist sort of, uh, no artist by artist. It's, it's mostly all in the indie rock alternative kind of vein. Cause that's what I'm, um, comfortable with. And I know, the the industry of more like you know i had a couple bands uh you know send send in demos to the label and i you know was saying i you know i think this music is good but i didn't really know what to do with it sure. i don't think a great fit but so yeah mostly mostly in that vein are you keeping it local too um not necessarily no so for now yes like the amos amos is local and the Bands I'm more immediately like signing next are also uh, local, but I have when the time is right and when it works out, I'll be 
working with people outside of town as well. Are you thinking about using the label to release your own music as well? Or is it separate? Uh, no, my uh, my band is actually on a label in uh, in Germany called Devil Duck Records. Okay. They've been pretty good to us. They put out our records um, worldwide. And so for the time being, like it's, it is there as an option if, if we ever parted ways or, or um, yeah. didn't work together for some reason uh, I that would be the that would be the fallback and would be a nice uh, nice fit but for now we're very happy with uh, the setup that we got and when is uh, Amos's EP coming out Amos's EP comes out on the 3rd of April so there was to be a uh, show on that date but right. obviously obviously not yeah you got, you got <laughs> quarantines yeah yeah for sure but uh, yeah at some point Who's to say? You know, I've seen bands. Uh, I think it's a big flex right now. If you're a, in a band and you can have your tour rescheduled before you announce that it's canceled. Yeah, yeah. That that means you got the good team right now. So, you, <laughs> but then you see, I saw this uh, a couple days ago where a band rescheduled all their shows for June, and I'm going, oh man, that's too soon. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to – I think you're going to be rescheduling those shows too. That's too too bad. And maybe it's a make-work project. Yeah, yeah. Just keep know? keep doing it every few months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the agent gets to keep working. <laughs> How does this – I mean I don't want to dwell on the stupid corona thing too much because that's – I mean like I work in the news media and that's all I talk about all day. I'm literally yeah. sitting at my, at my home writing about the coronavirus from morning till afternoon. But yeah. how, how is this timing for you? Because you just launched this label and then – this happened, right? Like, th- yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it, it's hard to talk about just because everyone has something that is absolutely messed up by this. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm in a terrible situation yet because of this. I, I, there was a couple of production projects that have to be uh, pushed, you know, forward indefinitely, which was, uh, you know, a couple things I was looking forward to working on. Um, for the label, it just seemed like we were, you know, gaining a bit of momentum and obviously all that people can think about, uh, myself included is, is, you know, the virus and our families and, and yeah. keeping, you know, connected with friends. So it doesn't seem like a great time to, uh, to do anything pushing something else. Uh, so there is that, but I'm, um, confident that at least with, uh, Amos, he's got a, a pretty good, um, core of people that will be uh, excited by this EP and hopefully we can grow it after the fact. But it, yeah, it did feel a little bit like the the wind was taken out of our sails in between the release of the first and the, and the second singles. Yeah. Just because the world was, was so different in those, uh, <laughs> in those, in, in those two months. But uh, yeah, I feel like I'll uh, be getting the word out there a second time, you know, when it, it'll, there'll be a, like a, a relaunch almost because it, uh, well, it didn't launch in the first place almost right. Because of this. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess you have the benefit too. Like, you know, if you, this had been 25, 30 years ago, it would be very different, but now at least you can keep the word out, you know, keep people talking about it and keep people hearing it because of the internet. Right. So you have the option, yeah. I guess, to at least stay top of mind for a lot of people who might be, wanted to go to the show whenever it happens or, you know, yeah. or, or by the, by the album and stuff. So yeah, that, that's, I guess a bonus for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of, a lot of the work is done on the internet anyways. Sure. In the motion. So there is that I, you know, have uh, 
even more time to, <laughs> to be devoting to that. And uh, yeah, so there's there's a silver lining in, in, in that for sure. Dance beyond the head, that shit just don't fly around here now. Everybody's staring, King can stash behind the club. Vienna's kissing backpacks, smirking your sincerity last. Grimace down so fast, strong, I'm ready. I assume you're releasing these physically as well, right? Yeah, the uh, EP is coming out on on cassette. Cool. And and, uh, and streaming, so that that's fun. We got a got a retro look on the tapes, and they're uh, they're really nice. <laughs> Turned out well. Is, is is tape the direction you're planning on going for the label in general, or have you figured that out yet? 
I'm uh, it'll be a case by case basis uh, from the artist. Uh, for Amos, it it made sense with the music and okay. and with the fan base. I uh, like for yes, we Mystic. We've uh, we did one tape for a tour, you know, years and years ago. But tapes aren't something that we really do. And, um, more uh, vinyl and, and records, but vinyl so expensive. So yeah. The artist is at that kind of level, so we're hoping to do that with Amos in in a couple releases, but not not for an EP. Um, CDs are something that really I'm I'm not sure where we're at with CDs. Yeah, it's confusing. I, I, yeah. I feel like I would never like to see a CD again in my life, but then you then people do still buy some CDs. I, I do, I do for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Did you know what it know. is though? I think it depends on on the generation too. Like I mean, I'm I'm going to be 38 this year and I yeah. I never stopped listening to tapes or CDs or records. So yeah. I just have I don't use Spotify or any of that. I just have a physical okay. collection. So yeah. I'm happy to get from local bands basically whatever format they have, whether that's a tape, whether that's a CD, whether that's an LP. I'm set up for it, right? I mean, my stereo yeah. I I got all the pieces, but a lot of people younger than me, even 10 years younger than me, they don't have a tape player or a CD player and yeah. they might have a turntable or they might not even have that. It might just be a computer and, and speakers, yeah. right? So it's, 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 it's very hard to know now what kind of the format is because there's no, no universal format. I guess the thing for me is that I don't have a way to play a CD. So right. to me, a CD doesn't ever come to mind. Like even this computer I have doesn't have a CD drive in it anymore. Yeah. Newer uh, cars don't have CD players and stuff. It's crazy. Exactly. They're, they're disappearing. Like, yeah. Tape. You know, for eight dollars at Value Village, I got a fantastic tape player that nice. hooks in my whole system, and, and so it, um, you know, it is easy if you do want to, you know, buy tapes from bands. If that is something that you're interested in doing, it's much. I, I think it's quite easy to get a tape set up for quite cheap, which yep. is the nice thing about tapes. It's so much less expensive to produce them and to. Uh, to get a little rig to listen to them as well. So totally. that's a nice thing there. And I guess a lot of people probably buy them without even having tape decks anyway because they want that's the... True. People like to bring something home from a show, I guess, right? So Yeah, yeah. that's true. No, it's cool. I, li- I like the tape renaissance because I never stopped listening to tapes. So <laughs> I mean, people, people always said that tapes were the one that, you know, didn't have like a, a quality to love about them. Yeah. But I, I disagree with that. I... Uh, you know the the little warble, especially with yeah. a tape, a little bit of age in it. It can make certain things like acoustic guitars nothing yeah. never sound better than than on a tape. And they're know? very portable too. I mean, you can still throw a bunch of tapes in your pocket and head out somewhere, and it's uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I always yeah. like asking that question because I never know where people are at. Because like a lot of people, I mean, I've had people on the show who've put out tapes and have no way of playing them, but yeah. just because that's the, the, whatever audience it is that likes tapes. I mean, there's a few different kind of. Yeah specific genres where that's still a thing and they just do it anyway so it's yeah yeah and just they're you know being as cheap as they are i think that a lot of people will uh you know if they're enjoying the show they want to support the band it's an it's an easier thing than you know people are still charging 15 dollars for a cd and that that doesn't seem like something you're gonna take home as a souvenir if you can't listen to it but true yeah uh you know five seven eight dollars whatever tape is nowadays it, uh, you know, it's you can look nice on your on your bookshelf or something. True, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, they look nicer than CDs for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, do you have anything sort of in the works after this Amos stuff is done? I mean, I know this is kind of the main focus right now. He's getting the EP out and and eventually doing a release show. <laughs> but is, is there something on deck? Like, do you have a plan for what? Yeah, the next I'm year? I'm talking to a couple artists. I uh, nothing to announce yet, but uh, a couple folks I'm close to signing uh to the label for for a couple releases but yeah nothing to nothing to speak of yet because okay. i don't think it would be proper to go say anything and then if it didn't go through then uh you know i'd look uh dumb yeah or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that yeah are you actively seeking people to like send you stuff i know you mentioned earlier people send you some music but I, yeah i love uh, i love getting getting demos so it's the email addresses label at house of wonders dot online and i like listening to everything and uh and sending feedback and you know hopefully something will work out cool cool well yeah i guess that's i mean you you never know where someone could be sending you from either i mean the amount of people who just even doing this podcast which is explicitly about manitoba i still get tons of crazy requests from all over the place and i've heard some cool music that way just from people yeah sending me here's my demo do you want to can i be on your podcast it's like well no but <laughs> you know, this is great i love this yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool what's uh is there anything interesting going on with with your band at the moment like you guys have anything i know no one has any shows or anything planned right now but like you know <laughs> yeah i mean i've uh the first thing I did when I got laid off from my day job was went down to our uh, our studio space and just kind of took all my stuff and brought it into my living room. So I've yeah. been, been working all day, every day uh, on on a new record. Luckily, cool. we had done a lot of um, playing in the room together, and, and there's a lot of iPhone memos of, uh, of stuff, like, you know, that was – three quarters done so i've just been demoing that pretty cool. pretty accurately to to what we were doing all together so um yeah that's been that's been really nice we were headed in a different direction of of how we were making this next record a lot of more um exploration all together in the room our last album was a lot of you know, one, two people at a time coming up with things and, and you know, com- computer-based demoing. And uh, we were headed for for lots of, I won't say jamming, but, like, working it out in real time, which was really nice. But now I'm back to uh, back to the old way for, for a couple months. But um, so it'll be a, a hybrid. Cool. Well, it'll be interesting yeah. to hear that sounds, I guess, because it's not what you planned on, right? So, yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it's turning out. I'm very excited about how it's sounding. Dance beyond the headlock. That shit just don't fly right here now. Everybody's staring. King can stash behind the club. The anarchists in backpacks. Smirking your sincerity. Let's grimace down so fast, strong.
So if people are hearing about the label for the first time on this podcast, what is the best way to find out more? I know you mentioned the website a few minutes ago. Is, yeah, is that sort of the best option there? Houseofwonders.online. Uh, man, there's so many uh, suffixes yeah. that you have a website at now. Dot pizza? Like, <laughs> anything. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes uh, days to decide on which one. But I thought <laughs> dot .online was like, even though it's a new suffix it feels very retro right which I like. um so yeah that website has all the information on the on the band and 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 what i'm trying to do with the label but also the studio side of things which i have um yeah i've produced a lot of uh like great artists that, that the music is is yet to come out cool and uh, and so that's that's all starting to happen now, but the, yeah, the the record label and the um, and the production side of things, like I'm not exclusively putting out things that I have uh, produced, and I'm not only producing things that I'm putting out. Right. But famous, it happened to be uh, both on on the first release, which is which is nice. Yeah, that is cool for the for the first one yeah. too, especially because you can show what you're doing on kind of both sides. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's nice. Right on. So, what is the uh, release date of that EP again? I'm almost out of uh, almost out of memory card here, so we got <laughs> we got to wrap it up. But yeah, uh, yeah the EP uh, comes out on April third, and uh, yeah, it's on cassette and and uh, streaming. And where can people get the cassette in this weird future dystopia we're in? Uh, yeah, you can order it from the from the website uh, or on Bandcamp. Um, I don't think there's much of a I, you know, I had a, a bit of a indie distribution plan, but that might get hauled off for a little bit because yeah. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem doesn't seem like the right move right now. Probably not. But 
Uh, yeah, it will be it will be hitting the the usual stores in town at at some point, but I'm not sure if uh, if that will be right away. We'll wait till the the threat has passed, perhaps. So sure. online is the best way to is the best way to grab a copy for now. Awesome. Okay, great. Well, yeah, I'm gonna just because I'm about my machine's about to die here. I'm gonna wrap this up, but uh, yeah, I'm glad we had the conversation. I hope uh, you know you managed to get a release show happening at some point whenever yeah. this blows over. Uh, you know, from what I've heard, that 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 EP is gonna be pretty cool. And so yeah, I'm so looking much. forward to hearing more from the label. Right on. Right on. Thank nice you. To Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure.
Turned that night to find 